Light in a dark world. Let's begin in John's Gospel, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of humankind. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. And in verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. From light comes life. Deep in the expectant dark earth, a seed stretches, beginning its growth towards the light. Through the dawning in our imagination, a thought begins to form that may one day become a bright idea. In the depths of our emotions, love begins to dawn and has the possibility of becoming a blazing fire of passion. And safe inside the womb, a child senses its season turning and stirs unknowingly, being drawn towards a whole new level of existence, which will begin with its first glimpse of the light. It's Advent, something coming, vulnerable, yet unstoppable. John's Gospel, from which we read those first verses, has that theme of darkness to light woven right through the whole story of that gospel, of this Jesus of Nazareth. The theme of darkness to life is captured in those very opening words and then unfolds for us. And one of my favourite illustrations from John's Gospel of darkness to light is the story of Nicodemus, but it's picked up in different places in John. Chapter 3, we know the familiar story of his meeting with Jesus under cover of darkness lest any one of his fellow Pharisees would see him. Now, the context of darkness is John's way of telling us that Nicodemus was also struggling with his internal darkness. A few chapters later, Nicodemus, it's chapter 7, is in a Pharisee meeting where they're conspiring to kill Jesus. And there is one lone voice that speaks up, and it's Nicodemus. He's not in the darkness anymore. I'd like to imagine him as the early light of dawn is beginning to shine into him. But the next time we see him, he's in the full glare of the midday sun on a hill outside Jerusalem in John 19. He has come to take the body of Jesus off the cross and give it a burial. And he has brought with him the quantity of embalming ointments that are required for the burial of a royal person. Nicodemus, from darkness into light. Now, years ago, um, when our children were much younger, we lived in a house that backed onto an extensive parkland. So when I was out walking our dog at night, especially in the dark, um, ship, we sometimes came across badgers, hedgehogs, and even some foxes. They were all part of the nighttime world that was out there. And when you wonder about nocturnal animals and you think of the lack of colour and the lack of being able to see everything, what would drive you to live like that except fear? Danger. And I think at times that's how we are and how the human condition is. People living, somehow hiding in the darkness because of guilt or shame or a sense of failure or fear or difficult circumstances or abuse or pain or weakness or addiction or poverty or all sorts of things around us. And even as Christians, as people of faith, we sometimes find ourselves retreating away 
because of something that we're nervous about. A young woman called Cara wrote in her blog, I just read this this week, bored one day, she says, in the school library many years ago, I picked up a biography of St. Therese of Lisieux. Therese introduced me to Jesus. They say that teens feel emotions more intensely and more vividly than at any other age, and that, that made my welcome to the faith journey all the more impassioned, exciting, and all-consuming. But it didn't last forever. And the day came that I couldn't feel the presence of Christ with me. With all the intensity associated with teenage emotions, I went into complete and total panic. Skipping class because I felt like the world was crumbling around me, I found myself sitting at the school chaplain's door. That day, our school chaplain taught me a lesson. She turned off all the lights, and we sat in the uncomfortable darkness. Then she lit a match, and the light from that small match filled the room with its small flame. We could see all that we needed to see. And so too with God. Sometimes it feels like darkness all around us. But just a little, just a glimpse can be enough. You see, we're all a bit like Nicodemus or Kara or the Hedgehog. Both searching for the light and sometimes hiding from it. Could I admit that even in writing this, and now delivering this to you, I have a sense of trepidation about the future, but anxious about church life, about the, the life of our nation, the cost of everything that we're going through, what this might mean for us as a family, for our futures. And are we not all the same? Are you not the same in your home, in your workplace, in your relationships, and in what's going on around us? The beginning of seeing that light again requires an admission that maybe sometimes I'm hiding from it or a little bit in the dark. Nicodemus counted himself in. Kara has counted herself in. I want to count myself in. And I want to invite you today. Will you stand along with Nicodemus and Kara and me and many others as we say in this opening sees this opening week of Advent, Lord, would you shine your light again into our lives? That's the Advent invitation. To open the blinds, to draw back the curtains, let that first light of dawn again, again shine into the dark corners of our rooms. This is both a moment and also a long-term process. So I encourage you today, whatever you've done in the faith dimension of your life before, whether it feels like success or failure or a model and mixture of both, could we grab hold of it again, hold it gently in our hands and invite God to come and shine his light into it again. Remembering another story that is unfolding in Advent of a young teenage girl who travelled many miles towards Bethlehem, holding on to the fact that something was actually being birthed in her and through her that would bring her into light as well. There was no turning back for that moment. Let's be the same. As we light our Advent candle, light of the world Shine on us.
as we prepare for Christmas time. Light of the world, shine on us. In this world of pain and darkness, light of the world shine through us. To all the people who don't know you, light of the world shine through us. Jesus, you are coming again. Light of the world, light the way. In our service here today, light of the world, light the way. <laughs> 